You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, your favorite pop and geek culture show. I'm Cody. Yabble dabble, that's my new catchphrase, <laughs> and I'm going to be saying it a lot. Oh, I'm Sam, and nice to meet you, great gazoo. <laughs> I'm Josh, and... Please don't. <laughs> exactly. I'm Samantha. Uh, we have a great show for you this week. Bunch of news to go over as per usual. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! That's right, I've added new clips to the soundboard. <laughs> That's even louder than the intro. Yeah, it was. Ow. You can, you can, I can get louder. You can isolate my gabble dabble and put it on the <laughs> soundboard. Do that. Please don't. My hot new catchphrase. <laughs> you want to be fired? This is how you get fired. I'll, I'm sure a Hanna-Barbera character has already said that. Oh, yeah. I'm like I, forget, almost, I forget which one that was. It's like a magician character in one of their old shows? It was probably one of the ones no one liked. Oh, okay. Well, let's start talking about things we've been checking out and someone do research of Yabble Dabble. Well, I haven't done much this week. I have uh, really just kind of playing more uh, Bug Snacks, which I talked about last week. Continues to be good and also existentially terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I watched you playing when I came in and like, one, the horrible, awful, depressing depression of the characters. Oh, everyone has depression. And then their horrible body horror. Yeah, yeah. I gave a bunch of uh, gummy bears to a Muppet, and it turned their entire body into gummy bear. <laughs> it was horrible. Turned their teeth into gummy bears. Oh, terrifying. But that's it. That's all I've done. Um, I got a couple things. Sure, let's hear it. Uh, We saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah! And it's really good. Uh, it was good? So it you're was- saying... It wasn't no good. That's no good. Yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, a lot more chili dogs this time around. They really doubled down on the chili dog joke. Oh, good. I have heard that it's really good, but there are large swaths of human-only non-sonic action. Uh, I don't necessarily know about that. I mean, the his adopted... His dad, his Sonic Daddy. Yeah, his Sonic that, Dad, yes. his Sonic Dad, and Sonic Stepmom. Yeah, which I feel like we should be past at this point. He's he's practically an adult. Yeah, we 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 did the thing where we introduced who Sonic is and had and we used was his name James Marsden as James a Marsden. as a crutch to get us there. Now we America's don't, every man, yeah, James Marsden. We don't need him anymore. Like, they have, like, a little heart-to-heart on a boat in the middle of a lake. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly just, you know, Sonic getting chased around by uh, Robotnik and Knuckles. And that's fine. For a good I'm chunk good of the that. movie. And, yeah, and Tails tagging along. Okay, I found out who says Yabble Dabble. Okay. It was on an animated version of I Dream of Genie, just called Genie, and she had a friend named Babu, and he said it. Ah, uh, right. I knew it was some magic character. Yeah. And also, the kid in that show was voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, nice! Which is nice, like pre-Star Wars Mark Hamill. That's pre-everything Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. if I remember right, Yabble Dabble sounded kind of like Paul Lind. Probably. Yabble Dabble! 
I think is how it kind of went. I don't know. Like you said, Yabba Dabble, and I thought you were just taking a twist on, you know, Yabba Dabba Doo. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's was, basically what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, it's Hanna-Barbera. They all cribbed off of each other. It feels like something the Funky Phantom might have said also. Also the Funky Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who also was kind of a Paul Lind guy mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> anyway, Sonic. Sonic. Sonic's very good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I yep. I saw a lot of people saying like you know Sonic Two breaks the the video game movie curse. Sonic One broke the video game movie curse. I feel anything. like I feel like Detective Pikachu broke the video game movie curse. Yeah. Street Fighter the movie, the game, the movie. <laughs> broke the video game curse movie curse i think it was the curse video game movies have been slowly getting better up to sonic and sonic was finally the one that broke the seal yeah yeah because detective pikachu was really good but there's also a lot of weird plot holes about it oh yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. i mean laura croft tomb raider was fine enough the alicia vikander one or the yes both they were both okay I thought for the, what they were. I thought the Alicia Vikander one was pretty good. I haven't seen that one. The uh, Angelina Jolie one was fine. I never saw that one. I mean, it was dumb, but it was fine. Yeah. They're both dumb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cradle of Life was not very good. No, yeah, it was but, not. But the first one was fine. I thought the Dead or Alive movie was a lot of fun, even though it was really bad and stupid. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that too. And there's the Chung Lee movie. Oh, God. <laughs> As Sam dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so what was that thing I did? Oh, I... Uh, that's, a, that's okay. The Mario movie's going to come out, and it's going to put us all back... It's going to lock gonna, it all back it's up. It's going to set the... the world right yeah. by being a bad video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're going to be right back at square one. Mm-hmm. Right back at Square Enix. <laughs> anyway. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. I've I've never been able to sit through that one. I've, it is a visually I've started it a bunch of times. It yeah, is visually a yeah, good movie. Exactly. That's what I I've started it a couple times and just never. I'm like, what what about this is Final Fantasy? It's visually there's a sit in it. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair it is enough. visually a very good movie. Like the the especially for the era of which the CGI came out from. Mm-mm. It's surprisingly it all doesn't look like I don't know reboot yeah, yeah. it's Re- like final fantasy 8 it looks really nice but everything else about Terrible. it is awful <laughs> <laughs> oh final fantasy 8 i will never not hate you oh it's the worst i it's hate the, that one so much it's the worst one yeah i would say it's worse than 13 and that one's all hallways <laughs> <laughs> um and then today while i was at the gym i listened to the first two episodes because that's all they have right now of the Batman Unburied podcast. Hmm. I've heard very, I've heard a little bit about this. Yeah. It's different. I mean, it's very short. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode's like 35 minutes. The second episode's like 26 minutes. Okay. Um, and it plays a lot like, kind of like, a, I don't know. Like a radio play, kind of? Kind of, yeah. 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 Um, that fits Batman. He's yeah. basically yeah. It's kind of funny. In the, fir- in the first episode, uh, they're like each episode has like a weird like radio tuning kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point there is a in the first episode they like oh in time for our weekly you know call back to a gray ghost adventures or whatever. Oh nice! I was like hey cool nice that's cool. <laughs> um, the gray ghost was the Batman sixty six stand in or the Zorro, Zorro stand in for Bat in Batman the animated series. Yes, voiced by 
Adam West. Adam West. Yep, he, it was uh, his. That was his inspiration, I guess. The animated. Well, yeah, the animated version. Instead of getting out of the theater seeing Zorro when his parents were killed, they were seeing the Adventures of the Gray Ghost. And he loved watching the Adventures of the Gray Ghost TV show when he was a kid. Yeah, there's a whole episode dedicated to it, and Adam West voices the Gray Ghost. Yeah, it's pretty great. Anyway, um, it's interesting. It definitely is playing at the multiverse. Okay, sure. Uh, because everything has to be the multiverse yeah. now. Yeah, it's so hot right now. Yeah. They've uh, broken the seal and now everything is multiverse. Yep. I mean, not that DC hasn't been doing that for a long time anyway. Yeah. But uh, the version of Bruce Wayne we are getting that we get in these first two episodes is a Bruce Wayne whose parents never died. Oh, so he's a spoiled rich kid. He's a doctor. That makes sense. Huh. That actually fits. Uh, but he's not, a, but he, and he works in Dr. Wayne. He is Dr. He is Dr. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. When it started, they kept calling him Dr. Wayne. I thought this was like, oh, this is like a, you know, before this is, you know, mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne. Nope. And it's like Dr. Bruce Wayne. He is a uh, forensic pathologist. Pa- pathologist. Yes. Yeah. Who works in the Gotham City Hospital morgue. And his dad is like surgeon at the top of the building or whatever yeah no that makes i mean it it kind of makes sense for the character to kind of go that way if his folks were still around It'd be great if they just made him like a foot doctor like oh yeah like a podiatrist, a podiatrist. yeah yeah dr wayne ear nose and throat <laughs> well he's Do- dr wayne uh pediatrics he's no you guys he he's a chiropractor he's the back man uh <laughs> Also, insert nightfall joke here. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> with, his, with his assistant, Bane. He'll really, yes. he'll really pop it back into place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder with what his would, knee. I would wonder what would break first, your spirit or your body. <laughs> Only when you are your back is broken will you be able to make your 945 appointment. <laughs> anyway, it's interesting. Um... The McElroys are credited in the credits huh. oh, I'm sure. as as additional voices. I haven't found them yet. Oh, they'll but... probably show up later in the series. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine Griffin voicing a character in a Batman anything. Well, what what character would have three like goofy henchmen? I don't know. Or Although, what character is three characters? Griffin would make a great Riddler. He would make a good Riddler. <laughs> and right. Travis... Would make an okay-ish Joker. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, just ta- it's just Taco. <laughs> and yeah. Justin is a legitimately good voice but actor, he is, so yeah. he could do whatever he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but the whole thing is like, there's this serial killer running around Gotham called the Gotham Harvester, and Bruce has worked on all the victims, and he's like trying to piece it together like what this guy's thing is. He's like piecing it together and can't do it, and he's like, if only there were some kind of vigilante... Who could <laughs> well, do help out with this? Like the second episode. But as a lowly chiropractor, I just can't. <laughs> I just I can't, can't crack this I one. can't crack this case. <laughs> this actually does sound pretty cool. Though. I, I would, just, yeah, I it sounds really good. Yeah. It's weird that um, comics seem to be going kind of bleeding into the podcast kind of uh, vibe because, I mean, the Squirrel Girl well, thing yeah. I mentioned yeah. a few weeks ago, That's uh, it's only going to be six episodes. I didn't know it was a limited series. Huh. It makes sense that it is a limited series because it's 100% scripted. Ryan but North is a busy man. He has a lot to do, uh, but uh, 
I mean, it continues to be really good. And Melina Vantarab has to be in those AT&T commercials. All of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The, the cast of this podcast isn't huge, but it's definitely interesting. Okay. Like Jason Isaacs is Alfred. I haven't heard his voice yet in the show or in the podcast yet. Okay. I mean, that, all right. Makes sense. Ashley Birch is Vicky Vale. Hey. Hey. All right. That's all right. Cool. Sure. Sure. Uh, Gina Rodriguez will be Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. John Ray's Davies is a psychologist called Doctor Hunter, and he's like been because um, oh he's the villain. Well, I don't I'm know. calling it. Well, that's a fair guess. It's John Ray's Davies, yeah. and his last name is Hunter. He's a comic book villain. Huh? Sure. I, well, it, but it, I'm guessing. Well, I'm I don't not, know. I'm not saying there's the, a established the killer... character. I'm saying John Ray's Davies would make an excellent villain voice. <laughs> But uh, the uh, the serial killer actually makes contact with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Like, he attacks him in the morgue because he wasn't finished with the last victim or whatever. Can I get in for at 10.15? My, <laughs> my lower back is giving me some issues. <laughs> yeah. The, All this killing's really killing my lower the, spinal cord. The harvester is Sam Whit- Whitwer. Okay, yeah, sure. Sam Whitwer. He's, uh, was he? Steve Whitmire. Yeah, he's, Steve he's Whitmire. Kermit. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam Witwer, he was Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> he was the kid in Jungle to Jungle. He was Mimi Siku. He is also, um, he was Darth in Fanboys. Ma- he's Darth Maul in Clone Wars. He does voice, yeah, he does a lot of voice work. And Solo, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was also Emperor Palpatine in The Force Unleashed. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of voices. Unlimited power! Uh, Lance Redrick is Thomas Wayne. Who? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, it's this, and then Winston Duke is Bruce Wayne, and you know everyone's losing their mind about a African American man voicing Batman. Winston Duke, he was uh, Mbaku from um, yes, uh, the first yep. Black Panther. Yes, yeah, and he does a very good job. Sounds like a really good cast. I, I mean, like it sounds it. really cool. I mean, I like it. It's yeah. interesting. Um, he kind of gets kind of into some vigilante stuff in like episode two, mm. where he starts like you know looking for clues on his own. He's also on, you know, leave after he gets attacked, uh, pending a psych a psych evaluation from Doctor Hunter. Mm. But like, it's kind of weird because like every time something kind of gets mentioned that would that's actually Batman canon, um, Bruce Wayne kind of has like he starts hearing bat screech and like things start bleeding around. Oh, interesting. Like uh, he um, like his mom like meets him at his house or whatever, and it's storming and stuff. And the back cave. <laughs> no bones about it. Anyway, um, you could say this 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 Bruce Wayne has no spine. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, while she's at his apartment, her pearl necklace breaks during of a during a thunder strike, but sounds like gunshots. Oh, and he starts like having like a moment where he like he's like you hear the bat screeching and stuff, and like. Well, what if this is like a weird simulation that they've locked Bruce Wayne into? Maybe. That was a thought I also had. Yeah. Um, that it's like somehow like the actual canon is bleeding through to his Matrix-like reality or whatever. Okay, my guess, even though, okay, so this Sam Witwer guy is the is the killer. Mm-hmm. Dr. Hunter is someone in the real world who is like a uh, Dr. Um, Strange? Like Hugo yeah, Strange? Yeah, Hugo Strange type character who... Because he found out that Bruce Wayne was Batman, he somehow locked him in some kind of yeah. simulation. Mind prison. Mind prison, sure. Yeah. Something like that. That is my 
That is my guess. Because you don't get John Reese davies just to play some guy. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Doctor Strange. Yeah. We saw it. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone else today. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, but it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to put it on the scale, I'd give it about a B plus. Okay, cool. That's that's good for Sam Raimi. Yeah. Getting a B plus after uh, uh, Wizard of Oz or um, the, the Great Oz, Oz of the Great and Power. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's no Spider Man. Uh, no way home. Yeah. Was that the last one? Was it No Way Home? Yeah. 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 It was, but it also was not the Eternals. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's the two ends of the scale. We've got the Eternals on the bad end. Uh, I don't know. Iron Man Three is really bad. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And and the Incredible Hulk is not great. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, but it's eh, it's forgettable. They make a joke about his pants be stretchy. <laughs> they do. They do. Yep. You know, it's funny you bring this up. I also watched Doctor Strange this week. Oh no, but not the new one. <laughs> I, I was I was going to try to I was going to try to hide it. I was going to make a mention of Morgan Le Fay. It was weird when she popped up and she was she was played by Jessica Walters from Arrested Development. No, I watched the bad one. I watched the one from the eighties with the, with the blonde afro Doctor Strange and the in the thick caterpillar mustache. Is not that, is that the is that is that the the one that's coming to Blu-ray, the Spanish one? Yeah, it's okay. not Spanish. Oh. It's not to be confused with Dr. Mordred. Not right, <laughs> yes. Hey, J- Jeffrey Combs makes a great knockoff dollar, <laughs> dollar bin Dr. Strange. Oh, that's a, that's good casting. I've, oh, yeah, he's great in it. Yeah. He's really, really good in it. And apparently the script for Dr. Mordred was originally when Canon had the rights to Dr. Strange. It was their. It huh. was going to be their '90s version of Doctor Strange that kind of, sort of tied into the Lou Ferrigno Hulk <laughs> and yeah. the Spider-Man TV series, the one the, with the Mark Hammond. Oh, the one with the, the one with the rope and the goggles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's hard to talk about the new Doctor Strange without, though, without spoiling, spoiling everything. It. Um, the villain was really cool and really menacing and scary. But I don't want to say who it was because that's a massive spoiler. Mm. Um, so it's not Mordo, Baron Mordo. Mordo. I don't. I don't want to say. Okay. Um, the multiverse stuff was cool. I kind of wish that they went to more multiverses. Mm. That was kind of I, I. I expected more wacky you, worlds. You know, uh, with a title "Multiverse of Madness," you expected more multiverse. Yeah. Well, they. They did all they needed to and everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I want to see that. I so really want to see that yeah. too. So good. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Is that that one with the with the with the Michelle Yeoh? Michelle yeah. Yeoh and um, she's uh, got hot dog fingers. Short, short round. She has hot dog fingers. She in in one in scene. one of the oh. universes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but yeah, but a short round or a Gizmo from or Data. Data from, from the Goonies. Uh, from the Goonies, yeah. Gizmo from Gremlins. Yeah, he's, he plays a character. James, <laughs> James Hong is in that movie, and James Hong is an absolute delight. He's a treasure. James yeah. Hong, he is a treasure. Honestly, I feel like anytime when there's a heavy Asian influence, he voices something. James Hong, fun fact, almost was Sulu. Huh. It came down to him and... George Takei. George Takei, and for some reason, they picked uh, Takei over uh, Hong. Either one would be good. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a universe with 
Huh. Hello there, Captain Kirk. <laughs> Helm forward. <laughs> With his deep, booming voice. Yeah. That'd be great. James Hong is awesome. <laughs> if you've watched a movie with any kind of elderly Asian man in it, you've seen him. It's James Hong, one hundred percent. Or you know when he's like you know low pan. Yeah, low pan. I mean, I, I feel like I feel, I feel like that's the pinnacle of his his yeah, career. That, that's the thing he's most known for would be low pan. Low probably. pan and and Jackie Chan's the voice of Jackie Chan's uncle. One uh, Jackie more Chan thing. Yes, <laughs> Jackie. I loved that cartoon. That show's so great. It's so dumb, but it's I love so it. It's so good. And so 90s. It's yeah. one of those things where you're like, why is this good? This should not be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awful. The best part about that show was at the end where they had the live action segment where kids were asking Jackie Chan questions, questions like softball questions, and he was legitimately struggling to answer them. <laughs> Like back when he was trying to do those like 90s PSAs at the end oh, of every yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. It's it very much as Sailor Moon says. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sailor Jackie Moon Chan says. says. Or, yeah. uh... Don't run with scissors. <laughs> Don't do a drug. Don't do a drug. The G.I. <laughs> Joe. That's no good. Knowing's... That's no good. Uh, We're working more soundboard into the into the <laughs> yeah. show this week, I think. I like it. I really wish I could say more about Doctor Strange, but we'll have to save it. For another episode. Wait in a couple weeks when Josh sees it and I end up invariably reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> then we can have a discussion about I'm it. I'm surprised you haven't already. I I had to stop myself. I mean, you've already been spoiled twice pretty hard. I've been hard. spoiled twice by a couple of big things already. Yes, internet sucks. Um, yeah, it, so so does some co-hosts. Yeah, <laughs> some co-hosts are just stupidly let a character name just fall out their mouth <laughs> oh i you feel know, so bad <laughs> no, it's, so i was having this thought because i thought about seeing dr strange i thought about i almost saw uh morbius last weekend and if, <laughs> you got that morbius fever yeah you, you got the it. yeah and well are you feeling all right as it, well are you the real sam as it turns out i ended up getting a massive migraine and didn't go see it which I'm pretty sure that movie is a massive I, migraine. I think I made the right choice. Either way, you would have ended that night with a migraine. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, I, I was kind of thinking about it. You know, I'm so far behind on the Marvel stuff. Oh, God. And the too. DC stuff. And like, I know all this stuff is really good. And there's a part of me that is like, yes, I want to, you know, get caught up. I, I want to consume I this media. This stuff. But I don't know, guys. I might be in a superhero fatigue state. Oh, I've been that way like, for a while. I have, like, I know Falcon and Winter Soldier is really good. I have no interest right now in seeing it. I know What If is really good. I have no interest in, in firing it up. I know Spider-Man. It's fantastic. I have heard so many good things you could about say Spider-Man. It's I know spectacular. It's a phenomenal, spectacular, the web of. It's great. <laughs> but I 20, just... 2099? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Peter Parker, colon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I just every time that I have some free time that I want to that I have. OK, let's watch something. Spider-Man loves Mary Jane. <laughs> That's the name of a only comic. only 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 in certain states. <laughs> uh, I just I can't. I have no interest. I mean, not not no interest. That's that's the wrong way. It's it's weird to describe. No, I, but get I it. just I'm just kind of burnt. 
And it's not just Marvel. It's DC, too. I know there's a lot of I mean, DC stuff. Let's like, see here. I, Doctor Strange, or this new Doctor Strange movie is the 20, 28th. 28th MCU movie. Yeah. That's just the movies. <laughs> and I mean, before recording, we saw a thing where um, the Avengers, you know, kind of the sixth or seventh in the series when they were just testing things out was only 10 years ago. So they have crammed 18 ish movies, 18 to 20 movies in a 10 year span. And they've done all sorts of stuff and it's phenomenal. Like, and I'm glad it exists done, and they, I will get to it eventually, but I have, they've done no drive, one, no drive. That's one it. failed TV series. Don't, I guess maybe two. Yeah, they did in, in humans too. Oh yeah, Agents yeah. of Shield. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we had Agents of Shield, Peggy Carter, The Inhumans. Peggy Carter was good. I like Peggy, Peggy Carter. Was really I good. like yeah, Peggy yeah, Carter. I like that one. But also, I like period stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it was chock full of you know set pieces and costumes and stuff. Yeah. Also, Haley Atwell is you know a delight. She's great. Um, but then you have like you know, <laughs> but then you had like you know all the Netflix stuff, which was connected but not. It doesn't really count. Yeah, but it kind of does because it's it's taking the comic book way of looking at it, where it it only counts it counts when they want it. Yeah, yeah. They, they count it if they want it to. Yeah, exactly. Daredevil didn't count until it did. <laughs> That's and only kind of and only, only kind just of just kind of showed up for and two only kind of. For all we know, it could be a a different kind of Daredevil. Yeah, but uh, Kevin Feige did say that. Um, was it Kevin Feige? Yeah, yeah. Wait, or is he the Star Wars guy? No, no he's, it's he's Feige. A, yeah, okay. it's Feige. Yeah, Feige. Yeah. Uh, he did say that Charlie Cox is going to uh, return. Yeah, as Matt as Matt Murdock. That's yeah. He's probably going to he's probably going to show up in uh, She Hulk because they're both lawyers in New York. Oh yeah, that would make sense. That's also the fact that the crux of the Marvel universe seems to center around New York. Well, that's where the that's where the Marvel offices were no. in the sixties yeah. and seventies. Yeah. Um, but like, WandaVision was the last thing. Marvel thing that I watched that's new to completion. And, and they still I haven't topped it. Basically had to force myself to watch the last two episodes of WandaVision because I was feeling burnt out then, but I was like, I I gotta finish it. I I'll cut I'll get back to all these Marvel things eventually. Just I'm I'm burnt out. I mean, other than Sp- <laughs> other than Spider-Man, uh WandaVision was the last thing I saw where it actually connects to stuff. I, I would be if it weren't all so good. It keeps oh, being good. And, and I know it's so real. I'll keep watching that, it. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. And I know when I watch it, I'm going to go, why did I wait this long to watch it? <laughs> but right now, I just, I it's, don't have it in me right now. It's hard. It's really hard. Because, I mean, in the sea of streaming services and all this, and that, there is so much stuff to watch. Yeah. And sometimes I am not in the mood to to be that invested like i'll slap on like a seinfeld or you know something i've maybe seen a billion times because i i don't want to have to really really pay attention i don't want to care that much i'll be honest i've been really interested i almost popped in um moon knight the other day because it's not connected to anything else yeah so there's no baggage and there's nothing that you really need to know moving forward Supposedly there was like a deleted scene or something where he connects or he at least knows of or the well, internal deleted or scenes don't count. Ah, yeah. But they purposely made Moon Knight so that it can stand alone. They like they wanted to make it kind of like Iron Man one in that it 
didn't have to be interconnected with a million different disparate parts. I guess, I guess that's one of the th- other things that, that makes everything so daunting is because the way they did things and they've been building it for so long, you kind of have to know all the stuff. And that's and that's the other thing. So, all right, Doctor Strange. I think can't you talk- could, I think you could go in blind. Go on in Dr. blind, Strange. but if you wanted to get the complete picture, if you're a completionist like me, uh, what do you have to know? What do you have to watch to understand what is going on? WandaVision, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then, what if to a very lesser extent? I mean it. Really? Yeah, it just borrows a lot from what if. It doesn't actually like reference it. It's just like these are a lot of similar ideas to things explored in what if. Okay. But even with WandaVision, they explain what happens in WandaVision. Like it's not gonna hit as deep if you don't know WandaVision, but it'll still it's not like it's not gonna make sense. Yeah. Does it and and I imagine you also have to know a fair bit of the last Spider-Man movie as well, right? Because that has to do with multiple no. universes and stuff. No, no not, not really. Girl. Okay. Nope. Okay. Well, that's good. At least it's more like, Hey, Hey strange. We know you've been messing around. Not even that really. Any connection to Loki? No. Okay. Which I was, that is that a spoiler? I, I think saying what doesn't show up is fine. Okay. So yeah, there's no there's no Loki, there's no TVA. Because that was the thing I was kind of thinking there was going to be yeah. TVA or uh, Kang the Conqueror stuff because it's time um, and the Fantastic Four's robot Herbie does not show up. Oh darn! So I'm <laughs> sorry for Herbie fans. Ah, uh, what a bummer! It must be really hard to find an older Volkswagen Beetle these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, listen. Uh, no connections to Morbius, unfortunately. I know uh, everybody's really excited. But apparently at the mid credit sequence of Morbius does tie into the other Marvel mainline movies. Does it? According to Sony. But will Marvel agree? That's another story. Well, a character... Uh, I, I, I read about this. Apparently a character shows up that, yes, uh. it does technically kind of tie in a little bit, sort of, kind of. Man, they are softballing all this oh, stuff. I'm man. not. I'm not watching more. Well, I don't know. I'll probably watch more because maybe when it goes to ba- streaming just to see how bad it is. I'm curious uh, just yeah. how bad it is. Would you say you're morbidly curious? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> and with that, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. You wanted that joke so bad. Dabble I- dabble. Hi everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. Long Play is a show that appeals to music lovers of all ages. Here's an example. I love Long Play. There you have it. A completely unsolicited endorsement for one of our youngest fans. Grandpa, where's my candy? Ellie, be cool. Grandpa! Ellie and I would like to invite you to tune into Long Play every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. right here on 104.7. W-C-M-O. Well, it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. Let's get back to the Nerd Overload second half. Tonight. Tonight. With some news. Do you remember Boba Fett? That red you, speaking- really, you really need to turn that one down. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Muppets, I forgot to mention during my check it out. Uh, my favorite TV show of all time, Holy Moly, came back with the Muppets on it. 
Holy moly. What is holy moly? Holy moly is the miniature golf. Uh, um, oh, I saw a clip from that today. Miniature golf. Uh, extreme miniature golf. Extreme miniature golf show. Nice. Where they okay. play golf and then they also have to do wipeout style <laughs> obstacle course things. So is it like, like, like. Most MXC Extreme Elimination golf. Challenge, but yeah. with mini golf? Yes. That's oh, exactly that's, what it oh, is. Oh, that's fantastic. And the huh. Muppets were on it? Yes. Oh, cool. Uh, they, they did some bits with the Muppets in between the actual show. Um, it was pretty funny. Awesome. It's a, it's a great show. I love the show. I don't know why I love the show so much. Because it's a dumb idea for a show. But the, <laughs> Maybe that's why you like it so much. Because the, the dumbness of it. It's like, it's like a... Like a like a guilty pleasure, like you know, like junk food or something. Yeah, and they own they own how dumb it is. They know it's a ridiculous mm-hmm. conceit for a TV show. <laughs> and Rob Riggle is really funny. Well, on then it. there you go. It's Rob Riggle. <laughs> I I I kind of figured it was yeah. going to be Rob Riggle yelling yeah. and doing commentary. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Joe Tessitore who's like a real sportsman. And Rob Riggle that do the commentary and their back and forth is actually super hilarious. Cool. All right. All right. <laughs> huh. Holy moly. All right. So let's talk about some news. Uh, where do we want to start? Mystery Science Theater is back for everyone. Woo. All right. The the new season, the what is it? Third 13th. 13th season is back, available for everyone at the at they're the new website gizmoplex.com. Awesome. Oh, so it's not on Netflix. No. Okay. No, it's it's on their own service, which I don't know how good of an idea that is to start another streaming service. <sighs> They're I not mean, charging for it, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. <sighs> but I mean you you get it like on a by episode basis. Okay. Or you can subscribe to all the the live events that they do oh that's cool but least. also you can just buy it by episode as they come out okay so i don't okay. so it's not i guess it's not like subscribing to another service and it's kind of a boutique thing like, yeah i guess that's true at this point it is kind of a specialty kind of thing sure <laughs> the what the fact that you know we were attaching these words to streaming services yeah it's now. a boutique streaming service uh, yeah but is it good is the question. Yes. I, I've seen the the rough cuts of the first three episodes because they let Kickstarter backers watch them early. Mm-hmm. And they've all been pretty good so far. Um, the latest one that came out had the, the new second cast because mm-hmm. there's two casts now. And the new cast is it's uh, Emily Marsh and the people from the live tour right. that they've been doing. And they did a very good job. I thought they were really funny, and it was the best episode of the three that are out yet. Cool. The other two are the Netflix cast, and they're still good mm-hmm. and still funny. Awesome. Um, I I saw um, they did a live uh, during the pandemic. They did a live stream kind of thing where they uh, riffed something, and uh, Emily Marsh was on it, and she was really funny. I liked her a lot. Yeah. So cool. Well, awesome. Um and. Uh, Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt have such good chemistry as the Mads. They do, yeah. And they they only continue to get better, I think, over time. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, this weekend they're doing the three the three episodes in a row for for non backers. So, oh, cool! So it'll okay. be caught up to where the backers were, and you can watch three of them. Okay, awesome, awesome. What are the three movies? Uh, Beyond Atlantis. Okay. Uh, Robot Wars. Oh. Sure. Um, and what was the first? Oh, Santo versus uh, Dracula. Yes. 
which was which was very funny. Yeah, that was a really good <laughs> one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, luchador movies are always great. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> like like Kiss Saves Christmas or whatever. Oh, a Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, you mean? <laughs> no, it was a it was a Family Guy sketch. Oh, it was. Okay. Kiss Saves Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving on, there was a trailer for the Weird Al uh, Mockupic, Mockubiopic. Yeah, and this is—it's kind of hard to describe uh, because it's not an actual biopic, right? It's a—it's a parody of these overly dramatic biopics that have come out. Like what Weird Weird Al attached to a parody? No, right. yeah, it's Weird Al's Walk Hard, kinda, yeah. <laughs> And it's starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, who is a good foot and a half shorter than the actual Weird Al. Um, and the also, tr- I don't know if you know this, he played Harry Potter in the Harry Potter You're film You're kidding franchise. me. Get right out of town. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I was did, him. I just know him from that, you know, that equine. Equist. I was just going to make an Equus joke. <laughs> I'm glad we all went there. That's great. Uh, but no, the trailer for uh, Weird, the Weird Al documentary, uh, <laughs> it looks really funny. So far, there really hasn't been anything beyond what the uh, Funny or Die parody. They did a parody trailer years and years ago with um, what's his name from... Um, um, Breaking Bad, and he was BoJack Horseman's friend. Oh, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pink, uh, yeah, the what guy. Was his name? Well, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He uh, he played Weird Al in a Got fake parody <laughs> um, trailer for this, and it looks like it's a t- it's a another take. You know, on it's kind that. of funny when funnier die sketches from like forever ago on the like turn the- into actual things. Yeah, because yeah. they did the same thing with the Dora. Yeah, they did because they did that live action Dora action movie years and years ago, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it became a new, it became a real thing. The only yep. thing left is for Captain Planet with Don Cheadle, with Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle, Don Cheadle, Captain Planet. Everybody's trees, trees, <laughs> trees. <laughs> but no, this trailer for Weird Al looks really good. It looks like it's going to be a hilarious time. The only catch is it is a Roku channel exclusive. <laughs> Whatever that means. It's the Roku Boxes exclusive streaming, streaming channel. So you, channel. So you have to own a Roku to watch this. And subscribe to the non-existent Roku channel to watch it. Yes. Well, so no one's going to see this. Well, I know I'm going to be hitting the high seas once it's released <laughs> because I'm sure 30 <laughs> seconds after its actual release, it's going to be online somewhere somewhere to watch. <laughs> I mean, Dana Radcliffe's been doing a lot of weird, pro- like m- weird movie projects lately. Is I think good? it's great. He's, yeah. He has this one. He had that one Swiss Army Man. Yes, yeah, that weird Swiss Army Man one. And then he had that one where he has like guns bolted to his hands. A uh, guns akimbo. Yeah, guns akimbo. Yeah, that's yeah. what that was about. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that sounds yeah, kind of yeah. It was a he was a poor guy that woke up with guns bolted to his hands in a dystopian future where um, it's about it's like, a reality show. Social media, thing. social media thing where they say, "Okay, fight all these assassins with your with your gun hands, and then we'll, we'll take them off. We'll take the guns off and give you some money or something." That, I don't know. That sounds great. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like it's like if uh, Squid Games was broadcasted on Instagram. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's cool that uh, Radcliffe is able to do some weird stuff. I mean, he base he has more money than he ever. Will ever we'll need. need again because of Harry Potter, so he could take niche stories and stuff like Plus, that. I mean, 
a lot of those actors don't seem to be doing as much. I, I'm glad he no, didn't, they don't need to. He didn't That's get true. like Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when he is Mark Hamill's age, he might be, you know, hitting the con circuit yeah, a little uh, bit here me, and there. It's me, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, he'll just come back voicing, you know, Harry Potter and things. Cheerios! Especially if the rumors are true and he is bulking up for a Marvel universe. Who is he going to be? Well, who is jacked and small? Wolverine? Wolverine. That's a weird choice. The rumor is uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Because he is super jacked in this Weird Al trailer. I'm glad that they picked a small man for Wolverine. Yeah. We need small men representation in film. Agreed. I mean, (laughs) I'm, I would just need to be able to get into shape and do, you know, an angry accent and I could be Wolverine. Yeah. I'm the same height. I have probably more body hair than actual Wolverine. Considerable (laughs) amounts of hair. Yeah. 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 You could probably turn your beard into like an upside down Wolverine hair situation. Yeah. I'll look like uh, uh, that one uh, Days of Future's Past Wolverine where you had the metal hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because his chops were They were extreme. all over the place. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say an upside down uh, Ace Ventura from When Nature Calls. <laughs> it's in the bone. It's, it's in the bone. It's in the bone. Yeah. Chicago. But yeah, that's that's the rumor is that he's jacking up for some um, X-Men related thing, Marvel related thing, possibly Wolverine. Hmm. Hmm. I could see him more as a Cyclops than a Wolverine. Cyclops has got to be like maybe it's just the glass. Harry it glasses. The, yeah, it's the glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow, not all people with glasses are Cyclops, Cody. <laughs> if that's the case, three of us in this room would be Cyclops, including me. <laughs> uh, oh, did you hear that that game developer Cody Pennick's going to play Cyclops? Yeah. <laughs> and they're doing the Phoenix Force saga. Hey, you just wrote a comicbook.com article headline. <laughs> right? <laughs> give me my money. Give me my, <laughs> give me my clicks. Uh, <sighs> all right. So moving on to some other stuff. Uh, you guys pick a, a topic here. Why did I write Fantastic Four? Because the director for the MCU Fantastic Four outing has left the project. That's right. Yeah. It's yes. Mark Webb who did the Spider-Man movies. Yes. Um, the guy who you hire when you don't want any creative <laughs> decisions being made. You don't want you... anyone's fingerprints on the film. Yeah, yeah. The director who's burn off his fingerprint. Mm-hmm. It's what, like what? the Men in Black have. Re- I was just gonna have, say have he held on to that orb uh, from uh-huh. Men in Black. Yeah, not saying that the Spider-Man movies aren't really good. Oh but no, there's they're like, very good. I love. There's them. nothing stylistic about them that. When you have like someone like a Sam Raimi or someone mm. who has like a specific Look, vision yeah. and vision and like style to their movies, and, and, you and then you get Mark Webb who is white toast that's slightly <laughs> warmed up. You can see Sam Raimi's fingerprints on Doctor Strange oh, too. Yeah. How many crash zooms are in it? Oh, I'm sure there was some. I don't. I I wasn't paying that close of attention. Okay. Yeah, but there's definitely like some Evil Dead looking oh, yeah. stuff. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the portals opens up, and you know a, a yellow. Uh, beat up car comes through. Is it, is it spoilers to say that Bruce Campbell is in the film? It's a Sam Raimi movie, so <laughs> yeah, no, it's That's not. what I thought. I'm about to say, yeah. he's in all of yeah, them. He's in, he's, he made it. He's oh, there. Oh, good, good. That's, that's good. I'm glad. Is he is he a movie usher? No. <laughs> Does he tell Dr. Strange to tie his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's an equally service industry kind of role. Okay. So. All right. Well, hey, that's it works. So he's a wrestling announcer. <laughs> Just have to see. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was weird when Bonesaw did show up. 
No, Bone Saw is not in Doctor Strange. They'll, 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 they'll do the body double CGI for Macho Man to have Bone Saw in Spider-Man 5. Hey, Doctor Strange, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Bone Saw is ready. I got a magic trick for you. Make him say something about the eye of... Uh, the know. eye of Agamotto? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that eye of Agamotto and I'm going to put it where the sun don't shine. Because I'm the cream of the crop. Ah. I'm rising to the top. Ah. 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to do my, my, all my, cork, my cocaine snorts. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know that E3 got canceled. Okay, big. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. One more joke. One more. Okay. Uh, so Macho Man talking about being in the multiverse of madness. What did he think? I'm living in a nightmare. <laughs> Accurate. I forgot I had that clip on the board. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> but we, we all know E3, the big time video game press conference event where they reveal all the new video games. We all know that's been canceled this year. Yeah. And probably forever. Forever. <laughs> that's but, a weird thing to think about. Like, it's such a staple for so long, and then it's this... Yeah. But we don't need it anymore. That's true. And Internet this- speeds are, are way <laughs> up, so we can... We don't need it anymore because we've got Jeff Keeley. Oh. That's what we're doing this year. This year, it's Summer Games Fest on June 6th with all the world premieres. I don't have that on the board. I couldn't bring myself to put that on the board. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was a bad joke. Yeah, it was a bad joke. <laughs> Jeffy Fest. Jeffy, Jeffy Fest. 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 I yeah. like it. He must really like peanut butter. (laughs) Mr. Video Game Man himself is going to host a show that's going to take... It's uh, it's just going to take place at E3 this year. So now he has two game awards. Where did this man come from? I mean, I don't even care. (laughs) Canada? Well, he was was a... um, he was a like, a, a games uh, reporter back in the like nineties or yeah, something like that. Like back re- in like the G four days. Uh, it wasn't G four, but he was like game and Infor- he was like one of the guys that started Game Informer or like, like EGM some, or, or EGM something. or something. Yeah, yeah. He he has the credibility to to be to bring this stuff, but he's rolled it into hmm. just like some dog and pony show about video games, and now you get to his hang out with second dog and pony show. <laughs> I'm, at least it's not. It doesn't have the the facade of being an award show. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, I'd rather this than the fake award show that's really just the a game bunch awards. of commercials. This one is yeah. just the commercials. <laughs> that's fine. You know what? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's pretty much all I wa- all I tuned in for E three four. Hey, yeah. it's gonna make our job that much easier because right? we just have to tune into one thing, watch all the trailers, then we can be regurg- done regurgitate it. <laughs> yeah. to you, you, our loving fans, but we'll with aggregate our good, with our good jokes. Yeah, instead of his bad jokes. Yavel dabble. <laughs> you say good jokes. <laughs> It's the best we're going to get this year. That's fine. fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I was thinking the other day we're probably due for a Nintendo Direct soon, but then I'm like, no, it'll be next month because that's when Because that's when all the games happen. Yeah. 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 Microsoft's already announced their own thing in June, too. Mm There's the Microsoft Bethesda showcase. Uh, They're going to trot out. uh, (laughs) What's his name? Oh. I can't remember. Is it Todd? Todd, Todd Howard. Todd. Why did my brain say Todd Coward? 
Well, well, uh, uh, answer my own question. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to trot Todd Howard out in his leather jacket, and he's going to make some self-deprecating joke <laughs> about how, hey, we're part of the Microsoft team now. Woo! The, here's another two minutes of Starfield. <laughs> hey guys, remember Fallout seventy six? How how it was bad, right? We did that on purpose as a joke. <laughs> We did a Sonic. Remember when we all practically killed the entire Fallout franchise with our bad game? It was a joke, you see? Because we did it for the memes. <laughs> They'll have a trailer where the Elder Scrolls logo comes down and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Won't even announce what it is. It's just Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls 6. They're going to they're gonna put Skyrim on those digital uh, um, refrigerators. The, I was going to say the play date. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you crank it to cast uh, spells. <laughs> Skyrim on Leapfrog. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> cast uh, spells and learn math and basic reading. Uh, Skyrim on the new digital Furby. <laughs> Skyrim's never going to die. No. Never. That in GTA 5. Well, yeah. <laughs> GTA 5's almost worse. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of uh, Microsoft, so... Oh, Bobby uh, Kochik. Old B. Coates. Yeah, yeah, was in uh, the news again. Bobby Kotick was the lead developer of... No, he's the president of he's Activision. The pre- president of Activision, that's it. Who acquired the- Blizzard, yada, 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 mm-hmm. and yeah. all that all that BS happened. Kind of a scumbag dude. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lawsuit in place uh, saying that he was he got into the Blizzard, or the, the Microsoft deal to sell... Blizzard to Microsoft to avoid um, liability issues for all that. And grossness. in other news, the sky is blue, yeah. right? This is this is the most non-news thing I think we've ever reported on I the mean, show because, of course, he sold yeah. his company to get out of legal liability. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, absolutely. What that's the only reason why he would have done something like that. Activision, you know, they were going through and Blizzard, they were going through a lot, a lot of lawsuits and. Um, turnover turnover wrongful terminations discrimination suits all sorts of stuff really bad like they were like neck deep in it and of course they sold their company to get away from it of course bobby Kotick is going to end up leaving the company with a golden parachute yep and he'll go on to form some smaller indie company That'll just continue. That'll get bought up by Epic Games. That'll get bought so up anyway, by Epic Games. Or the, or the yeah. Embracer group. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, and, in the uh, in other yeah, news that's stories, the other one. Square Enix sold off like all their Western studios and all their Western IPs to the shadowy cabal known as the Embracer group. <laughs> <laughs> so they got Tomb Raider. They got Deus Ex. They got Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane. Oh um, man! Yeah, they got you know, all that stuff. You know, you know. There's a, I've played it before, but there's a stupid Legacy of Kane game on Steam called like, uh, Nosgoth. Oh Nos- yeah, Nosgoth yeah. was kind of neat. I played it. Yeah, a couple yeah times. I played it too, and I I kind of forgot about it. And then it, like you said, Legacy of Kane, it popped. It back was in like my the brain. last major thing that they did with that yeah, franchise. With that franchise. Other than I guess there was an Easter egg in the newest Laura Croft. You could swap out like the um, uh, the tribal like god statues with uh a cane and um asriel uh, soul, soul reaver boy. soul reaver asriel yeah asriel. yeah, yeah. I, this might be good i mean square enix 
was failing to utilize all these properties. And every time they would make a game in one, they'd always be like, well, it sold bajillions, but not three bajillions. Square Enix as a company baffles me because they have made so many like boneheaded decisions with a lot of their franchises. And yet they can like any other uh, game company, they would have filed for bankruptcy (laughs) after one of their mistakes. Like, the Avengers game that they did years ago that was all uh, games oh, as a service and, and like stunk on stunk ice. Stunk on ice. Uh, something that big that bombed that badly would have crashed almost any other game studio. But because it's Square Enix and because they have it's because they have Final Fantasy 14 well, they have that their, funds all of their other games. They have their fingers in a lot of pies too. Well, that, they produce yeah. they produce anime and manga and still. But like any other any other company would have they would have folded after something that big. And yet Square Enix can is still here to make more and more mistakes. <laughs> well, and they have something like the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which was great. It reviewed well. It sold pretty, pretty good. Okay. And then they're just like, no, it wasn't enough. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't sell it good enough. It didn't do 14 numbers. Yeah. So which nothing's going to do Final Fantasy 14 numbers because it's an MMO with a monthly subscriber player base. <laughs> yeah, that. That treadmill will take decades to die. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll get a new Deus Ex this time. That's cool. You know, maybe we'll get a new... I mean, I didn't play the last one. It was good. The thing that... They're all good. The thing that I kind of both love and hate, like, hate non-ironically, love ironically about this whole thing, is the um, the rumor that the reason Square Enix sold all, all these things... Because they want to get into the NFT market and and make NFT games where you can buy digital what's I don't what whatever tokens yeah non fungible tokens whatever that whatever that means and and that market crashed real hard just the other day just the other day so like (laughs) yeah striking while the iron is ice they didn't even sell us stuff for that much either it was like like, 300 billion or something 300 million 300 million yeah which oh man and like big and big company numbers that's like a dollar tomb raider alone i think is worth more than that like a couple years ago yeah tomb raider was like a hundred million or 200 million dollar game franchise on its own and that was another one of the things that actually did pretty well and sold pretty well but didn't do the astronomical numbers that square wanted yeah the only thing I don't like is about this is who is the Embracer group? Why are they buying so many franchises? They own, if you look at the list of the things they own, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They own Gearbox. They own 3D Realms. They own Asmodee, mm-hmm. the board game, the people who make board game. Uh, the digital board game? Yeah. Oh, wow. They own a lot of companies. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> What are your plans, Illuminati? So, like, so yeah, right. Describing that and everything, that makes me think this is a Chinese business group. It could be. Yeah, it could be a Tencent. Someone who's trying to take on Tencent. Yeah. Or it could be an Epic. Oh, wait, no. It's not Chinese. They're, they are uh, Nordic. And they're, oh, oh, they're Nordic. The, yeah. They're Norwegian. Okay. Norwegian, because yeah. they own THQ Nordic. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's where they. That's what they started well, it's, with. It sounds like they're they're trying to go up against Tencent. Yeah. Which hmm. is a is uh, I hate to say it is a as a, a failing <laughs> thing. Tencent has their finger in so many different things that's never going to. Yeah. No. But 
unfortunately, because Tencent is awful and terrible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Also, I think news fell out from this that they are we're currently working on a Tomb Raider. So yeah. there's a new Tomb Raider coming. Hey, they, well, there you go. I mean, All the right. last few were good. Yeah, I've always been a Tomb Raider fan. I like that franchise. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Tomb Raider 2 was, like I think, one of the first PlayStation 1 games I played, or at least the demo of it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I had it on a demo disc from EGM. <laughs> <laughs> I had also like Jet Moto 2 and... Armored Core and all kinds of stuff oh, on there. Oh man, Armored Core! I supposedly there's so a new one coming. They're working on another one. That's the next big thing that they're. <laughs> that's not Dark Souls. Except, that's not Dark except Souls. now it's a Souls game with Max. You know Please what? Don't. I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, yeah, I would play that too. I'd play that. <laughs> yeah. You guys, instead of dropping armor pieces, you drop uh, parts for your mech. <laughs> that was one of the things I loved about Armored Core was like how like customizable you can make this mech. Yeah, like attachments, weapons, movement, paint. Emblems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after playing as much Elden Ring as I have, yeah, I could do it. I could do a Mac Elden Ring. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Melden Ring. Melden. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for the week. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. That number is 586-372-8020. If you leave a message on our voicemail, we might just play it on this show. You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Do your Zelda joke. Do the Zelda joke? Do the oh, Zelda I'll do joke. the Zelda joke. What did Zelda say to Link when he was having trouble getting into his apartment? What's that? Try force. <laughs>